Thunder, 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 Thundercats, ho! Welcome back, bunglers, to our last episode of the summer of Thundercats reviews brought to you by the Radical Retro Rewind podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, here with everyone's favorite brother and mine, David, for another two Thundercats reviews. Welcome, David. Well, it's nice to be here. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I'm trying to work this out for when we actually get interviews and we get to go on a show. That would be amazing. Thank you for having us again. (laughs) It It was such a shock to be here once again to do this. Jimmy, I love being on your show. Thank you. So, David, we're following up our season finale. This is still new if you're listening for Thundercats fans. Of course, we have you on the last Friday of every month. We're recording it this week, and it's going live on Friday. So this is as current, probably, as we get with episodes. Quickly, Ryan, what's going on in the world right now? A lot, a lot. But I'll tell you what's going on with us. We have another set of B-mail. Our bungler mail. My source tells me maybe your source. She even looks older. How dare you say that to me? I didn't think Lionel was like that. I tell you it's true. The information comes from my best source. <laughs> There's another thing. According to my source, I did it for the money. <laughs> And I paid in the money. Are you sure your source is on our side? You got thunder, 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 cat mail. And keep your foot off that blasted Somoflan. Two familiar faces, of course. It wouldn't be an episode without lovely Leah and our dear Matesh and family. Matesh says, Hey, my wonderful retro brothers. We have a new addition to our family. We have a thunder, thunder, thunder puppy ho. And she is beautiful and courageous 12-week-old pup. Uncle Osbert would be so proud of our little Belle. I love that, Matesh. David is... Is he has a pack of animals as well, so... And I also have dogs. <laughs> yes! Yes, four! I have a pack of four animals. That's my children, <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. And then I have four dogs. He's got his own Brady Bunch over there, right? You have a lot, a, a whole I'm a, gang. I'm a zoologist. I take care of large and small animals. Our very own Beastmaster here. So, we love that. Welcome, Belle. In Divide and Conquer, by the way, a great title, which they really don't live up to. Vultureman gets one of those voice modulars. I think my daughter Anya had one of those mics, which changed their voice when she was three years old. Matesh, how things have changed. Now you can get a AI voice bot to do this. Matter of fact, now Vultureman can be a genius. And the T-Cats do get into some sticky situations. Oh, Lord, do they. But they discover the issue way too early. Never mind. There is an episode in Season 2, Episode 11, Catfight, which lives up to the title. Divide and Conquer. No spoilers. Don't worry, Vultureman fans. He does get his day in Super Power Potion episode coming soon to Radical Retro Thundercats. I love that. Now, Dream Master sees the return of Mumra, the ever-living voyeur. Once again, he just can't help himself from spying whilst they sleep. Where is Wizra when you need him? Yes, honestly, David, when you hear the word Dream Master... Okay, besides Freddy. I think Freddy. In fact, the movie is called Dream Master. <laughs> There was Dream Warriors, and then there was Dream Master. And there was, what was her name? Tuesday Tuesday morning, glory night. night. No, it's Tuesday night, right? She has that song. Cue that song, Ryan. (laughs) 
running from his nightmare. I actually have it. It's so yes, funny. Yes, I bought it from Apple a few years ago, too. Like, they released it as a single. We didn't get Chitara emptying off her nightstand to go into the mirror, like Dream World, unfortunately. That would have been amazing. There was a lot of fun action, but there isn't any Thunder Coffee in the Thunder Kitchen. That would have solved the issue instantly and freed their sleep spirits, too. Thank you once again, Ryan Ra and Davo, for two more great episodes. Lots of love, Matesh and family. And now, Belle Ho. Welcome, Belle. Aw, thank you. And thank you for sharing that. I truly believe that particularly pets or family members, really, for me, they're here on this planet to teach us unconditional love. Because I always say, no matter if you're young, old, fat, thin, poor, rich, your dog, your cat always loves you unconditionally there's no no stipulation on their love and loyalty to you so i truly believe that animals really particularly our our family pets are are there to teach us that so have fun with bell just like our thundercats episodes honestly right i mean they teach us something so of course we have lovely leah she says last friday of the month my favorite podcasters are back with another pair of brilliant tea cat episodes she says oh my god woo go larry Lionel, thundercats ho from the land down under i was so pleased to hear all about your convention but hopefully chitara will soon run again <laughs> yes yes Lynn. This one goes out to you, Lynn. <laughs> she says she loves a good bit of Matesh mail and love your reactions to her comments. Thank you, Leah. So, the good, the mumra, though not really here, and the ugly. She says, beware of the ugly starships from outer space to steal your episode. Where are the Thunder Kittens? In the dungeon? Hanging out on the washing line like Snarf? Off on an adventure we'll never see, or they fell into a- Maybe they're playing dice in their bedroom <laughs> under a blanket because Lionel gets to go out and they don't. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity for them to be awake again in this episode, David. Pure missed opportunity. Reuse that animation. Did they fall into a plot hole the size of a hoverboard? Oh, the terror of potty pitfalls. <laughs> oh, poor Tiger, they're throwing him under the hallucinogenic mushrooms on wheels again. But ugly starships from the backside of the universe is that where mumra is from possibly possibly poor judgment from our favorite thunderlord or worse snarf you're still not jafar or jaffa from stargate or jaffa cakes mmm jaffa cakes sounds delicious i don't know but usually everything comes back to food with me (laughs) tell us leah java java cakes you speak like this to be dramatic. Please say this dramatically with lots of long pauses. I hope I lived up to that <laughs> lovely Leah. You ugly monstrosity. Is that really the best you can do in a way of insults? Well, that that's true. Snarf. Kaimar, Kaimar, Kilimar, Chimera. Wonders what punctuation we'll get from Ryan. Exactly. Did I just say punctuation? Yes, Is you did. No, it's not the punctuation. word. Punctuation. No. It's punctuation. Not- <laughs> pronunciation and punctuation are two different things yeah punctuation is being on time right i'm punctual is that uh, (laughs) thank god leah why are you doing this to me what do you put at the end what what do you put at the end of a sentence ryan punctuation marks punctuation like and there's being punctual, and then there's pronunciation. Pronunci, pronunci, pronunciation, pronunciations. Now you get me saying everything wrong. Punctuation marks, right? Leah, Leah, why, why, why? So anyway, David's hatred of monologues, inner and outer. He man. He man, he man, laughing, laughing, laughing. <laughs> to the transfer, of course, alert for the plot. Oh, rehash those familiar spaceways. Yes, we did have the same spaceship. Who dares wake Mumra? Someone that wants to look upon his hideous. Work together? Really? How well has it worked for you guys before? Toe beams. It just sounds kind of funny. No, Mumra, look. It's your failure approaching. Outsource ugliness. Did Mumra unwrap himself? You gotta love when the Thundercats outsource their 
animation. <laughs> they do get particularly ugly. King Kong Mummy, yes. Third Earth is mine. Still, when? Because it's not today. And then take it, take it. <laughs> Lots of dying sounds. That's from Mumra. <laughs> Crawl up that pyramid. Crawl, damn you. <laughs> That's what lovely Lee is. He's running up that hill. He's (laughs) running up that road. Another brilliant pair of episodes from my favorite brothers. Ryan is working hard on his, oh no, pronunciations. (laughs) (laughs) That was coming up again. I'm so impressed, she says. (laughs) Well, that just wrote, you just, you you just tanked all that. (laughs) Until next time. Lovely Leah out. Oh my god, that was perfect timing, Leah. Let's get to the main episodes, please. Can we? God, all right. Thundercats are coming. Burger King announces Thundercats meal packs. There's four of them in all for you to collect and trade. And every week there's an amazing new Thundercats treasure with a flame royal burger, golden fries, and an ice cold drink. It's a delicious adventure. Thundercats at Burger King! Thundercats are back! Now! We start with episode 55, which aired on December 6th of 1985, Divide and Conquer. I want to note, as well as the clips coming from Leah today, of course, we use the Thundercats Wikipedia for the synopsis. And as of this episode, our wonderful friend Zach supplied us with trivia, which was missing. So thank you so much, Zach, who will be in our September come back episode of thundercats by the way everybody so we are so excited about that as well he's got the power power he's got (laughs) the power and zach this one's for you birds birds (laughs) (laughs) come to shira Speaking of birds, David, Vulture Man invents a voice emulator, which imitates the Thundercats' voices. He uses it to lure each of the Thundercats into prevalent situations. What? Mm, perilous. Perilous! Perilous situations. You know, starting next season, Bunglers, David will be taking over. We're, we're, and- we're outsourcing. We're going to be outsourcing Ryan's vocals. <laughs> I'm telling you, David. Sort of like, sort of like J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> We're using AI, matter of fact, AI over the <laughs> September break, gather up all of our words, and that was what we'll be hosting this podcast come September. <laughs> A giant bee attacks Chitara. Tigra, a giant wrestling tabbit. But I have something to say, because they call him something else at one point. And the Thunder Kittens are trapped in the Vortex. Lionel does his best to rescue each of the Thundercats from their dangerous situations. And Panthro finally deduces that the cause of the confusion is Vulture Man's voice emulator. Panther turns the tables on the mutants by using the voice emulator to steer them into multiple sky cutter nose diver pileups tiger speaks for all the thundercats while he reaffirms that they should always rely on communication with one another to try to work collectively against their attackers in the future okay david late night vulture man makes the first ai voice bot in castle plundar Let me tell you something that stuck out for me. So he creates this, and he's always thinking. He's the he's the inventor. He's the intellectual, I guess, of the group. He's me. And what? He's me. He's me. Oh. That's oh. <laughs> yeah. intellectual intellectuals here. <laughs> so the first thing that got me is that Slide sleeps on the floor. Like yes, yes. He, he uses this to be like Mumra, Slide, Mumra. You will come here to to vulture man's whatever. He does. I can't do. You do the voice. I can't do that. Get voice. your ass off the floor. <laughs> I felt almost felt bad for him that he sleeps on the floor. Maybe if he had a good night's sleep, he wouldn't be so nasty. But could he have just fallen asleep there, maybe doing an activity? Because he goes into Vulture Man's laboratory and then puts his feet up on that famous table. Ah, I worked through the night. Ah, and now Slide will want to see my voice imitator in action. Ah. 
He gets there. He says he can use this voice to, to trap the Thundercats or to use it against the Thundercats. And of course, Slives goes, "I'm I'm so happy I thought of this." Classic. Yeah, like it's totally silly. So one of the things that stuck out to me in this whole episode, everyone is getting a distress call, right, from another Thundercat because he's he's manipulating. At what point do you not call the other Thundercats on that communicator and say? Panthro, Lion-O, Chitara just told me that she's at the end of the the swamp here yeah. and she's in trouble. You know? Exactly. Can you send help or just be on the lookout or whatever the case is. This is what... This whole episode for me was an episode that played the, to the fact... <laughs> well, yes, yes, in a way. But for me, the thing is, is that it was... It was more about proving once again that the camaraderie and their strength in their pack in their numbers so that's kind of what what it said to me it said that you know divide and conquer obviously they are stronger together we're stronger together because they get along so well too they are a well-oiled machine so and one person that might be slow you have a cheetah can run fast you know tiger is the architect and panthro is the like the mechanic. engineer mechanic engineer, engineer yeah he is probably an engineer honestly in a way so although i do believe that tiger is considered engineer too so it really just and a science he has a lab so he's yeah. like a scientist too they're multifaceted for me so the big thing about this whole episode was one instead of calling for backup or doing their normal i i understand that like if someone's called you and says i'm in trouble sometimes you react quickly you're reactive yes. and you're and running to save them and you're not thinking I should call for help or backup. But at some point, none of them. Like the Thunder Kittens, right? So they're like, literally, they think Tiger's being like killed at this moment because he's like, help, help, help. So that situation, I could see them like going right into it. But you're right. Had they said something like, Lion, I'll get here. Tiger's in the vortex. But I guess they're going on pure adrenaline at that point. Come in, Wily Cat and Kit. I need you at the Vortex immediately. We're right near the Vortex. What are we waiting for? We can't see you, Tigra. Come closer. Closer. Help. Help me. Tigra's in trouble. Come on. But yes, yes, the morals is that work together. Confirm. <laughs> there was that. And I think that when we do the biggest bungler, obviously, we're just going to put it out there. They all bungled because they relied on only themselves. And that's not to say that you shouldn't have an inner strength and rely on yourself. But we, we know from having seen numerous episodes and seeing the experiences they have that they are stronger together. They complete each other as far as... They one what again what one's lacking the other one has and as a yes. team they always take down. It's not the fact that they're the strongest. It's that the teamwork and the and the way of working like a well-oiled machine and 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 fighting as one is the reason why they succeed against these you know insurmountable odds. Beautifully said. And I got to say, great visuals right off the start of the episode, David. Kit and Cat on the boards. We get all these different trees and sceneries. I mean, it's a classic opening, the Thunder Kittens on the, you know, the hoverboards. But they go to that vortex, and I'm surprised they were able to get even as close as they were, David. Because do you remember when Lionel had a face that in the trials that it, like, literally would, it was sucking so hard that you went in, like, immediately, 
if you know what I mean. Chitara, when they get to Chitara, right? Wasn't she doing a suspiciously slow walk for Chitara? Even she was just kind of like strolling like through the woods out of nowhere. So to me, they caught her at the perfect time. She slowed down and literally she gets this snarf call, right? And I got to give it to Vulture Man. He even had the snarf snarf down in the imitation. But he says, I'm trapped in a giant beehive, I think. She didn't have to look far because she literally looks up and she's just like, okay, follow the leader. And she goes into the beehive. Snarf calling Chitara. This is Snarf. Do you read me? Snarf, where are you? I'm trapped in a snarf, snarf, giant beehive, I think. Hang on, okay? I'll find you. Giant beehive? Aha! Well, follow the leader. That's another thing. That's another thing. The conveniently, wherever they are is where the situation's happening. Are they right. not? A, are they not aware of where the other Thundercats are? Is is this like an off day, or do they are they planning stuff? Like, okay, I'm gonna go check out the you know the mud at the swamp because it could have healing powers or something. You know what I mean? Like, are they doing that, or are they just doing their own thing? And that's why because it's pretty convenient wherever you are. All of a sudden, you're right near where you need to be to help somebody. What's the co- how coincidental is that based on the fact i don't even know i didn't even think snarf ventured that far out no. himself. i mean unless there's food involved i guess no i think david maybe to your point as well could it be just that every like we said every environment in third earth is so treacherous that the mutants just happen to stop them there and just like oh they're they're close to this vo-. like it's like right there let's just go there but yeah there was something although on their day off now you have me thinking they spend so much time together that they literally go to separate planes of third earth well lionel likes to go with his broke back mountain no i'm just kidding he's still waiting for him yes he met him in a tree <laughs> that was the best monkey and speaking of monkey and i want to take a moment david can we appreciate his shield that's not only a shield but it also shoots crap out of the mouth. It's it's a, I mean, this shield has been since day one, but it's a little shield and it has like a little monkey in face on it. And I think it's perfect because it protects and it shoots. And they're like, you know, they're shooting at Chitara to keep her in this beehive with this giant bee. Slide says, David, we have her on a sting operation or something like that. <laughs> you won't find snarf in there, Chitara. Slide. Looks like we have you caught in a sting operation. Ooh, how are you with sticky things, David? Because I'll tell you, if I had this happen, I would need to shower immediately. I hate sticky things on my hand. The grooming involved with this would be horrible in the fur. Yeah, like, how did she, maybe, does she go, like, supersonic speed so she can just, it just, the honey just flies off? Or is she licking Oh, she's spinning off? around, you think? She's spinning around, it's like is she, flying is, is off. She do, is she doing, like, uh, the flash sort of thing, or what? I hope she doesn't have to lick it off. Come on, everybody. We have to lick Chitara as she spins around with honey flying off her body. God. That's sure that's a fetish. That sounds a little freaky. freaky. We get to now, David, Tigra, who somehow always manages to end up in a cave in the ground somehow. What is this? His destiny? Dirt. Dirt is... (laughs) Tigra, can you hear me? Come in, Chitara. I need help. Getting weaker. Where are you? The far side of the swamp. I'm on my way. (laughs) And he's versus, they call it a giant wrestling tabit. But Lionel calls it a giant tour at one point. Because he sees it in the Sword of Omens. Tiger is doing well wrestling against that giant tour. By the way, did you notice how skinny the giant tour's legs were? They look like ostrich legs supporting that giant tour body. Wrestling tablet. <laughs> I noticed a mistake that was made. So Tigra, Tigra, in one of the most manly things he's ever done, it gave me a little little twinge of tingle. He grabs the giant tour's mace or whatever weapon he's using, yeah, whatever so we you had want to call mace, it, and, yeah, right? and he breaks it over his knee. Did you notice in the next scene with it that he had it back, the weapon he had it back? Damn! They're like, no, that really didn't happen, Tigra. I will not let you do that. <laughs> 
I said Tiger manned up and he broke that over his knee. Hot. That is actually. I've never yeah. When does Tiger do something so physical like that? I don't know, but it worked, but it but it worked. It worked. <laughs> and he and Lionel did say he was doing well wrestling against that giant tapped. Maybe he knew something we didn't. He's used to doing that snarf. It's Friday night for him. Tiger's in trouble too! But what about Wiley Cat and Kit? We can't do it all, Lion-O! We don't have to. Looks like Tigra can handle his sparring partner. Let's call Panthro for help! No, we're almost at the Vortex now. Let's get Wiley Cat and Kit while we can. You can't do without me, Lion-O! Wait! This is where I'm kinda a potential bungler for me, David. Lion-O not warning Panthro about the voice imitator, because at this point he saw the twins, Chitara, and Tigra. I think even Snarf said something about, should we warn Panthro? And he's just like, no, we're so close, we'll, we'll just, we'll just go ourselves. That is a bungle to me. Yeah. Something's wrong with the communicator system. And I can guess who's responsible. What about the mutant's rainbow beam that? Oh, <laughs> that, I, that was I. You know what I wrote about that because I was I was thinking about that. The path glider. I said, "What is this? Thor and Asgard?" <gasps> yes, it's it's like a beam, right? A rainbow beam that comes out. <laughs> He'll save us some time. Activate the glide path. I just love that it just it goes off the tip and then it it can be bent <laughs> and bowed down. down. <laughs> The rainbow tip. <laughs> God help us, these mutants. Panthro decides, like the, the synopsis says, he thinks everything's coming from Castle Plunder, so he just decides to drive there, right? This is when they, they do this mutant rainbow beam, and then they start to micro heatwave him up in the tank, which does not sound pretty good to me. Awful hot in here all of a sudden. <sighs> Feeling the effects? My micro heat rays, Panthro. Can't stand it. I'm going to pass out. They tried to cook him. It's the equivalent of leaving an animal locked in a hot car. I wrote. <laughs> you know, he was. No, it's in worse. The tank. They, they, they're heating it and heating it and heating it. They wanted to kill him basically, and once they get him inside and and they like he's still they're like he's still alive. And the voice of Panthro does it fantastic as always. He when he has to pass out, did you ever notice David? He always does it like I'm about to pass out. Like he always does this very long. I love it when he does that. He does that all the time. Getting weaker. What we have now is the smiling face of the vortex. Because we check back into Wily Kit and Wily Cat, who were just holding on for dear life. What was that clown face? Negaverse, Sailor Moon, yes. Queen Mad. Talia, whatever her name is. What was that? It's living too? Again, the vortex is a lot. Everything has to be alive, David? <laughs> I just found it really interesting. Like, this thing just keeps sucking in air, and it's like, this is its thing. Like, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is its thing. It's happy about it. <laughs> it makes me happy. It's literally like a, a, a cutout of a watermelon like smile, like you would think. Well, it was evil, obviously. It was evil and enjoying itself. So back to the honey. You know what they say, Ryan, when you love what you do, it's not really work. <laughs> That's right, David. That's right. Like this podcast, when I'm trying to speak, it's not work at all. <laughs> You mean it's not working for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not working. Yeah, it's not working at all. Back to the honey. Chitara is stuck in this. Uh, to me, it's horrifying. And we learn later the bee is friendly. It helps them. But... See, I didn't remember this episode, and I was waiting for Chitara to go in there, and then all of a sudden bees come from every different angle. That would be horrifying. I'm okay with the one giant one. Actually, you speak in that. Well, it's not murder hornets. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. So Tigra comes to help her at one point, And she's like, Tigra, don't come in here. And he's, he's like, I won't. <laughs> she's like, I'm not helping you. No, no way. Chitara. Don't come any closer. I won't. I'll get her to come to me. David, Vulture Man says, he's alive. And they take Panthro out, David, and they say, throw him in iron, Sly. <laughs> Throw him in iron. They didn't give him the four winds treatment. Well, maybe he wasn't into it that day. He's just not Tigra. Bring him here! 
He's alive! Throw him in irons! This is a classic at 14 minutes and 19 seconds, David. I remember us laughing about this years ago. Slive out of nowhere going, I don't know what, he had a stroke at one point in this episode, and I will play the clip here, of course. Blast! Perimeter security's been breached! <laughs> what? Yabba dabba do. Lion-O, this is amazing, David. This, 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 this. So, Kit and Cat are rescued, and Lion-O breaks through the window of Castle Plundar with Snarf, and the kitten's in behind, shoots them with the sword. This was a great action sequence. You know, the, goes after the mutants, but then they go to the jail cell, and Jackalman comes out of nowhere where with this sickle he was given a master class <laughs> yeah he he upped his game he upped his game he was twirling that sickle t- it was amazing it was amazing last ditch effort from from jackal man so we wrap this up everything works out in its own way they rescue panthro tiger and chitara get out of the honey and then this is when we we hear the moral of tiger saying that you know we we should have we should have just communicated to, to begin with we caused all this problem ourselves i think this has caused enough trouble for one day no we caused most of the trouble ourselves because we didn't call for help and try to work out a plan together you're right. Come on. Let's go home. Thunder, 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 cats. What did you think about this episode, David? I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was interesting to see the, the downfall of each Thundercat separately and what actually got them. I just, I think it's out of their brand to just run off without half cocked yeah i just that was the one thing but i guess you know that's part of the storyline like my my voice just went like sullen and low i don't know i mean you know it can't all be win winners monday through friday writing a cartoon every day so well no i don't i have nothing against it per se but i just it's it's that's what i said it's it's, it's, again it lends itself to there's you know we're only as strong as our weakest chain whatever whatever like saying you want to say you know what i mean we're gonna just gonna wish them to throw a monkey wrench no pun intended in all of this when the thundercats or or lino actually lino goes into castle plundar did you notice that monkey and just started going berserk and started shooting everything up right oh is that why i wrote oh my god monkey and i didn't know what the hell that meant that must have <laughs> So Monkey and goes berserk and shoots everything up like like he's just on a rampage, which is <laughs> that's his that's his Achilles heel when he gets maybe he gets nervous. I don't know. He gets he goes into berserko mode and destroys everything. So I had put a note that once the mutants all ran away, I would have destroyed all of Castle Plunder. I would have put like I would have put in some bombs, explosives, right? explosives, and taken and they would have taken them forever because the technology they don't even have anything. I would have set that. I'd set fire to the rain, watch it burn. Mumra in the pyramid probably for a little while right mamra can we stay here in the, in the jewel chamber okay <laughs> what <laughs> there's a deposit there is a deposit and they're all using the cat slayer wi-fi still let, hold on let me see the password <laughs> they picking it up oh it's it's her password is gold 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 notes and trivia again thank you zach for sending these these are from wiley clubs old thundercats.org reviews for divide and conquer we have an animation error early on in the episode shows wiley cat without his wristbands which mysteriously reappear in the very next shot the stock footage of lionel looking through the sword of omens crossbars to call upon sight beyond sight is some of the most frequently used in the entire series however this episode features a rare appearance of the footage being played in reverse with the crossbars curling back to normal once Lionel has finished looking through them I didn't even notice that that's great which I suppose it would happen right they go they would pop back to the, the place they 
they have to be. Once again, as in Return of the Driller, this episode showcases giant insects inhabiting Third Earth. In this case, giant bees, complete with giant beehives. Yes, has to be giant, of course. This episode marks the second appearance of the Giators, when one of their race attacks Tigra. This is the first time they've appeared since Burbles, all the way back at the start of Season 1, when we started this two years ago. Although, they also are referred to by name in The Secret of the Ice King. Ugh, the land of the Giators, that's right. The tractor beam that Vulture Man uses to capture the Thunder Kittens in Snarf Takes Up a Challenge makes another appearance in this episode. Only this time it's given the name when Slythe refers to it as the Glide Path. A lot of footage of this is from its first appearance is also reused. Although the Vortex has appeared previously in the series, notably in the Trials of Strength, this episode's give us the first look inside it, where it is shown to be a living thing. In an additional reference back to Snarf takes up the challenge, at the conclusion of this episode, we see Snarf using his ability, yes, to communicate with the animals, to speak to the giant bee. Yes, we forgot to mention that, David. Chitara does say, thank it for us. She nearly killed me. (laughs) Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Whenever I want you, all I have to do is dream. On to Dream Master David. Episode 56 of Season 1, with the original air date of December 9th of 1985. Mumra transforms into Mumra the Dream Master. That's right, he had to give himself a new title. And summons spectral dream slaves from the sleeping panther, Chitara, Tiger, Wily Kit, and Wily Cat. Thus, the Dream Master defeats the dream cells of each Thundercat in a nightmare-like battle of wills. He casts a spell, causing them to fall asleep during the real battle with the mutants. They wreck the Thunder Tank. Then, Mumra traps their dream selves in golden urns. I thought they were cheap terracotta. They look terracotta to me. He plans to toss the urns into the whirlpool of infinity, thus destroying the Thundercat's real selves. But Snarf alerts Lionel to the sword's growl. Lionel uses the Sword of Omens to locate Mumra, the Dream Master. He has to be referred to as this? He's not just Mumra, he is the Dream Master, David. I told you, this is Freddy Krueger. Welcome to Wonderland, Alice. Remember that scene? One of my favorite scenes in that movie. I just kept playing it over and over again. Unfortunately, spoiler, like we mentioned earlier, Matesh, no Wizra, no dreams, no mirrors. It's just Mumra. And he is at the cauldron, and he goes right into... Mumra, the ever-living form. But then he does say, And now I will recite my spell over and over and over. Mumra, the Dream Master, casts the dream spell. Sleeping Thundercat, I, Mumra, the Dream Master, command your dream self to appear before me. Stern, Thundercat! I am your master now! You will do as I say! And did you not love the warped 
music sounds every time. Yes, yes, that was. Yeah. That really added to the, the. He invades their dreams. He defeats their dream self. Very much a plot of Nightmare on Elm Street because there there is one where he actually keeps the kid. He doesn't kill him yet. He's wait. He's luring the other kids in and actually Nancy yes. from the original into the dream so they can save this kid. <laughs> He's kind of like essentially doing that. He's holding their essence, you know. But you have to, to control them, you have to catch them or battle them first. Like, Panther's like, you gotta catch me first if I'm gonna be your slave. The very interesting concept. Thoroughly enjoyed it because it's very much Nightmare on Elm Street. And, you know, I used to love, 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 still do, Nightmare on Elm Street. This would have been great in October. This would have been a great Halloween episode. Did you bundlers. notice that this was definitely, there was some degradation going on with the with the quality going on? It wasn't just Mumra's face either. No. <laughs> Mumra does so much to them in their beds at night <laughs> that they need to I'm sorry they need to ask Jaga to do like a spiritual s- self-defense level on the sp- on the spirit realm level or the dream level because this is insane he goes so many times into their beds and this time okay it's the dream master self but this happens way too often well do you remember when I said I don't know if it would actually work because it's with Mumra was in a spiritual form but remember when I said they should find out to create the shield around Cat's Lair at night. Yes. With, with the technology from that alien spaceship. I would have totally done that. I wonder if he actually would have went through. That's a great point. After he comes upon Panthro and we have this whole sequence. Only I Mamra the Dream Master can stop your nightmare. <laughs> you cannot fight Mamra the Dream Master! I love the Chitara running in place. He's She just wakes up and her, her spirit's already running. That's what she does. She's running in place in her spirit. Running, running, and running, running, and... Sleeping Thundercat, I, Mamra, the Dream Master... Command your dream self to appear before me! Mumra? There's nowhere to run, Thundercat! You cannot escape the power of the Dream Master! You have no choice but to become my slave! Just like your friend, Andro! Correct me if I'm wrong, this is not the same order as the last time. Panthro! It's like, I swear, he goes for Panthro first, Chitara, Tiger. Oh no, he went for the Thunder Kittens the last time before Tiger. But still, did you, he likes did to you, Panthro Did you first. hold out hope when he attacked Tiger that he would, Tiger would use some of his mind power that he used on Lionel <laughs> to f- battle him? You sheer hands on your head. You know he's got to save it up, David. It happens just that one time and never again. He used it for the rest of his life. Sleeping Thundercat, I, Mamra, the Dream Master, command your sleeping self to appear before me. Give me your weapon. Thundercat. Never. <laughs> Giving it to the Thunder Kittens, David. Did they not fight back more than any of the th- Thundercats? They used the pellets. Then when they turned the pellets, it, he he stopped the first pellets. Then Mum returned their dinosaur pellet against them. They continue to still use pellets. Then they try to use their lassos. Like, they actually kept going for attack. So, Thunder Kittens, I see you. And I honor you in this episode. I speak your name. Sleeping Thunder Kittens, I, Mamra, the Dream Master, command your dream self to appear before me! You will obey me now and forever! Rawr! 
cut to next morning, David. Why is it when they wake up, they're attacked by the mutants, right? They don't remember Dream Master Mumra? Available now from Mattel? I don't know. Maybe it's just that was the meant that, that was the spell. Maybe that's what it was meant to do. Like not them to, to them not to know. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. I- I'll believe that. So Panthro and Lion are in the Thunder Tank at the attack. And in this very special episode of Thundercats, Panthro falls asleep at the wheel. Oh, and Lionel was pissed off. <gasps> Shitara flies out and he, yes, David, he literally screams at him. You fell asleep! <laughs> Panther's like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? You fell asleep! My thunder tank! You fell asleep at the wheel! And Chitara flew out because she never wears her seatbelt, David. <laughs> Chitara, ho! Ready! <laughs> she wasn't! She flew out and she, she like, did corpse. <laughs> Classic. Here we go again with moments. 13 minutes and 46 seconds. This has been a... I, I remember this 20 years ago watching this with David. Mumra at the cauldron. I heard this, David... <laughs> Soon the soon the mutants will make the Thundercats Dave. It's a night. It's a nightmare. It's their night. (laughs) (laughs) Those miserable mutants make the Thundercats Dave. It's a nightmare. It's it's their night. Translation? This comes from Zach, too, because he says, The mutants will make the Thundercats days as nightmarish as their nights. Ooh, I did not hear that, David. He was feeling himself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. As nightmarish of their night. It's their night. I thought he meant, like, it's their night. The mutants... (laughs) It's their night. They're gonna this really is your it. night. Dancing yes. free until the morning light. Oh my Forever god, I really ever. thought that. This is your night. Mamra's gonna be all right. Oh yeah. So in <laughs> Wait, I must recite the Dream Master lyrics in this song. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Now I lay me down to sleep. The master of dreams, my soul I'll keep. In the reflection, what is it? In the reflection by my side, evil shall see itself and it shall die. Which which really worked out for Mumra. Yes, you're right. He can't see himself. Wait, yes, Nightmare on Elm Street came out before this. Okay, so this is hysterical, Rob. This is so funny that this is happening. Yes, the reflection running from this nightmare, Chitara. So the Thundercats are all tired, David. I blame carbon monoxide. That's what I would first think. They're sitting at all the tables in the lair, and they're just like, I can't believe. I have no idea. Ryan, they don't have screens or windows on their cat's lair. The air is free-flowing. You're right, actually. So that wouldn't... All right. So no carbon monoxide. That was a close call. I just don't have any strength. It took all my concentration to aim the cannon at the sky cutter. And I fell asleep. I don't understand it. Well, we're all exhausted. Maybe we'd better get some rest and try to figure it out in the morning. I'll take first watch. Lion-O does sight beyond sight and sees the Thundercat spirits outside with Mumra. And then they turn into smoke and go into little jars. I would have said, what the hell did I just say? He, it's like, he's sitting there and they're literally, Mumra's outside in spirit form. He sees cloudy spirits coming up to him of the Thundercats. All of a sudden, they turn into a puffs of smoke and go into little jars. Oh, <laughs> Danger! Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight! Well, listen, if you're looking for the cookies, keep on looking because they stay in the jar. That's right, they ain't giving it up. No midnight snacks here. 
of Thundera. Send your dream cells to me. Mamra, the dream master. Snarf and Lionel go to the beds of the Thundercats. He notices they're all sleeping. They won't wake up. So Mumra's mum, spiritual Mumra starts flying away to go to the to the, the pyramid. No. Oh no! Pool. He's throwing it into the pool of infinity or something. <laughs> when I throw the Thundercats' dream cells into the world. Of infinity, the real Thundercats will sleep forever. Third Earth will be mine once more. The thing is, is did you think that the Sword of Omens gave Lino the ability to see the spiritual Mummer because he wasn't? Yes, David. I think that's what it was. Sight beyond sight. Because it was like a spirit thing. And those puffs of snow. The dream master. The dream master. He gets out and he starts blasting with the Sword of Omens, right? And then he goes, I, something about I control them because I'm, he kept saying, they're my slaves and my, Mumra loves to use this. My slaves, I'm the master, I'm the dream master. Mumra, the dream master, trademark. <laughs> Put it out there, there's a little C next to my name, copyright. Lionel does you know the call and mumra he is desperate david he was excited before for the night he goes oh baby oh baby like he is down oh, yeah, I, on have that. I, I, I wrote the note he said obey me obey me i am your master but he was like the way he said it was like desperation obey me obey me i am your master it's very dramatic no obey me Obey me! I am your master! Are we picking away at the levels, David? Is the depression settling in? So, so Lino chases, takes chase after Mumra with these vials. He gets there. He Mumra basically says they will never wake up again. And of course, he uses the Sword of Omens and summons them and they wake up. Yes, without the, the spirits. And Chitara does race, right? She's still able to super speed, which I didn't get, but... That sort of omens. So it kind of gave them, what, a temporary life just to be able to try to rescue their sleep. Well, I don't, I really souls. don't know. What really was the dream aspect of themselves? So is this a twofold thing? Did Mumra put a spell on them for them to sleep through this dream master thing? And then on top of it, he took the essence of... Maybe, yeah. So it's like both, like they're, but then they woke up the day before. That's what I don't understand. It's well, like, because it that, was the, no... that was the plan. That was the plan for them to wake up. He didn't steal their bodies then. That's though, true. Really. They, they didn't go in the little jars yet. <laughs> it was all about those little jars, maybe. But Shitara does, I love that. She runs and grabs the jars immediately. And that's when he, uh, Mumra has the Lionel, his... he throws them and Lionel uses the Sword of Omens to catch them each. <laughs> slides through and catches them. That was amazing. That was amazing. Mumra has his breakdown. But then, David, they got the balls to say, Snarf, you want these little jars? We know you like to wash and, and clean everything in, in here. Do these. Wash these little Mumra jars. You weren't part of this today, so keep these little Mumra jars and add them to your collection. He does say they're beautiful, I think, or something like that. Oh, they're lovely. It, it was... <laughs> It was g- giving me charmed avatar killer. Yes, a little. <laughs> I'm going to add this to my my collection, my commemorative plates. So yeah, he takes the little olive oil jars. He adds them, and then this was hysterical. Though he does do an imitation of Mumra, and and they said, "What would you have us do, Narf, if you controlled us?" I would have said the dishes. But he says, get some sleep, Thundercats. And they couldn't, they couldn't fight him on that. <laughs> thunder, thunder, Thundercats. It's all over. Mumra's spell is broken. Huh? What are those things? Mumra thought that if he imprisoned our dream selves in these urns... Our real selves would never wake up. Here! Since you missed all the fun, Snarf, why don't you have them? A memento. I... well, they're beautiful. Hey, does that mean I'm your master now? I don't know, Snarf, but if you were our master, what would you command us to do? 
wrist. Thundercats! <laughs> <laughs> now that's an order I'll be happy to obey. <laughs> tambourine hands, tambourine hands. Okay, David, trivia. Slive and Jackalman are the only two mutants who appear in this episode. Despite being present in the episode, Snarf plays no significant role. Neither is he bewitched by Mumra, nor does he partake in the final battle. But he was still able to get presents. This was production staff member Heather Winter's first ever script on Thundercats. She also still has a Xerox copy of her paycheck from Rank Rankin Bass. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Which was really cute. I love I would have done that too, David. You mean like when we get money for this podcast? Frame that first. For 50 cents a day, you can get Ryan <laughs> to go to school to, to understand the English language. <laughs> for just two quarters a day. Okay, we have one more thing to take care of, David. That is, of course, who is the biggest bungler? Dun, dun, dun. Bungler. You bungler. Once again, you have failed. You bungled it! <laughs> Delightful. Before we get into this, David, I have two bungler watches. Recently, I sent you a clip of Michael Crawford from Grease 2. Random episode of Murder, She Wrote that just happened to play after something went off. And he says, Bunglers. Love it. Since you bungled that business in Madrid last year. We also have a clip from Skeletor, which was recently used in our Masters of the Universe movie episode from the cartoon, though, where I found him saying, Bunglers! Don't have wit! Bunglers! So now we have another part of our collection. Thank you, Skeletor. Thank you, Michael Crawford, and your hair. Your quaff. <laughs> oh my god, that's a throwback. Listen to Grease 2 episode available on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Play Store everywhere. David, who who bungled it for you? I know we mentioned all of the Thundercats, but I want you to keep in mind that Lionel did not warn Panthro on his way to <laughs> get his voice communicator. I'm gonna say th that Lionel, I, I I kind of played back and forth, but they're all they all bungled, but ultimately. Lionel could have met up with Panthro, maybe, if yes. he had just warned yes. him. So. But then again, he didn't know what was going on, who he could communicate with at that point. But Who is real and who is fake? Well, he knew from the sort of omen, so obviously warning him that Panthro was not in danger at that moment. So I guess he's the biggest bungler. I'll go with that, for sure. So, final answer? Final answer. Final Lionel. answer. That's what I would go with. Now, in... The Dream Master, I guess we have, I would say Mumra David only because he should have bewitched Lionel. Let's make it a little more interesting. I think we're both, we're all going to agree that, although special shout out to Monkey for destroying half of Castle Plundar's <laughs> con control tower there or whatever, the, the control room <sighs> as a big bungle. What part of Mumra's plan for you was the biggest bungle? How about that? As opposed to, we know we're, we know we're going to pick That was great. Mumra. Great. Maybe that's what we should do when we know it's Mumra. I think it's the part that he didn't bewitch Lionel as well with the Dream Master spell. Because if he had made everyone sleep, including Snarf, then he would have had all the jars. The complete collection of spirits. So, for me, I'm going to say that Mumra really wants to defeat Lionel straight out. And I think that's the reason why. In his mind... The only reason why he has not won is because he has those all that damn backup all the time. And I think that's why he... Uh, truthfully, I think that he is justifying his failures because of many reasons. But one of them is because he has all the extra help and backup from the Thundercats. So I think that's why he wanted to defeat him. All, all of your friends are sleeping. They can't help you. Now who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? So I think that's the reason why he did it. Plus, he just loves that. He just loves it. I'm going to say that, and I thought about this while I was watching the episode, for me, the biggest bungle is Mumra thinking that he could he could defeat the Sword of Omen summoning the Thundercats. Mmm, that's perfect. Per Cause, yeah, because he was like, no, you can't do that. Like he, so, he, yeah. thinks he's so, he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. As they used to say Sometimes back he in... Is, he is crusty. And um, so I think his biggest bungle was thinking that his 
Dream Master magic was going to be more powerful than the Thundercats, Crystal Meth, Amphetamine. <laughs> energy drink. Energy and <laughs> en- sword jolt. I, you know what? Here, 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 here. I also have to add myself into this list for everything. All the bungles. Various reasons. Just, various various reasons. reasons. Various reasons. Why don't you? Why don't you make your own b- shirt with you as the bungler? Maybe people can. <laughs> well, they'll say you can't use this image, even though it's yourself. <laughs> That's actually a great idea, David. So we are wrapping up the summer officially, David. Thundercats fans, you get a bonus episode at the end of September that the regular show doesn't even get. So that's that's something to look forward to. And like we mentioned, we will have our special guest, Zach, to discuss the two episodes which are coming up. And also just Thundercats in general. He is a huge Thundercats fan. He has contributed to the Thundercats fandom for so many years. So we are excited to have him on david uh your takeaways to the bunglers from these two episodes this is typical life on third earth with mumra you know he dips in and then he dips out he gives you one in and one out right i think the biggest bungle of all is the fact that in generally speaking if i'm gonna get really deep about i'm gonna get very deep about this is because they continue to do the same things over and over again and thinking they're going to get a different outcome from it. Outcome, yes. Like the that, mutants, even yeah. though the mutants are very volatile in many ways and they they have power numbers, they still are not 100% for each other. They will turn on each other on a, on a, on a dime. And I think that that also contributes to the inner problem. Like going back to the first episode that we just talked about, Divide and Conquer, that proves... If, if people, if you're smart enough, that proves to, to the mutants that they also need to stick together and not be yes. everybody for themselves. So that's their Achilles heel. So that's one thing. Mumra making things so personal and enjoying the game a little bit too much because he, he I actually feel like he extends this out as much as he wants them, quote unquote, dead and gone. And he wants to rest. This gives his afterlife some meaning. And I think that no matter what, he's always does this wannabe cat and mouse game with them so i think that's always is i think that he gets moments where he's more frustrated with them yes in, in the situation and other times he just he's enjoying he's enjoying getting out of the house it's i mean for him it's like honestly the, for him honestly. it's been like 2020 covid for the last ten thousand years or whatever it is millennia so yeah that's why he talks to himself and the fact that he got so much joy out of doing the whole dream saucer i will now recite the dream saucer or spell yeah drama the drama of Mumra. The drama. I will so. now add paprika to the dish, but only a pinch. <laughs> and please preheat the oven to 350. He's like very... <laughs> the sands of sleep. Mm. The superpower potion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Expired, tootin', expired, tootin expired. Tiny, tootin' tiny, no. Tootin' tiny was the best. So, tootin' tiny, our bunglers. Thank you again for listening to our episode this week. Please catch up over the summer for any episodes you might have missed. If you're new listeners, if you're just coming into this, God help you. If this was your first episode into the podcast. And David, we always have to thank our lovely listeners. Lovely Leah, Matesh, and now family and Belle, Zach, of course, Craig, one of our originals, and uh, all our new listeners that we have picked up over the last few months. We are so thankful for you. So thankful. And we're excited to have more Thundercats action in September. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And uh, we will still be recording behind the scenes (laughs) for your pleasure. I just actually realized it's September already. Basically, it's here. We got like 10 days. <laughs> so, yes, for your pleasure, David. Should we sum it up as always? I say go for it. Thundercats. <laughs> Who are you calling a hoe?
those miserable mutants make the Thundercats days as a nightmare as, as their nights. <laughs> Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.